Hello, welcome to episode 19 of the Bewildered Dad podcast. Yes, episode 19, how you doing? If you want to know more information, then go to bewilderdad.com. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Bebo, MySpace, all of those sort of things. YouTube, that's quite an important one. Go and have a look at that, youtube.com slash bewilderdad. Coming up, talking about the man who spent blooming millions of pounds on his daughter's birthday and how I have proved victorious in fatherhood. I think I've won fatherhood. I will tell you more about it a little bit later on, but let's start off with the bewildered dad news. George Osborne imparted the contents of his battered red box recently to the braying masses of the House of Commons. But what does 2016's budget mean for families? Here are some of the main issues that might affect you and your kids. The sugar tax, of course. Reports suggest that when the new two-level tax on sugary drinks is implemented, the cost of own brand cola could rise by 80%. Of course, that won't affect sensible people who already realise that drinking three pints of Sillit Bang is preferable to imbibing own brand cola. Who gets own brand cola except your mum and then it stays in the cupboard for ages because you never, ever drink it? There will be one levy on drinks with more than 5 grams per 100 millilitres and another for beverages with more than 8 grams per 100 millilitres. Slightly the Iron Brew is going to fall into the higher category, which is clearly punishment for the Scottish for voting SNP. Coca-Cola is going to be in that levy as well, as will Lucas Age Sport. It's isotonic, but after 90 minutes of pure hell, John Barnes needs to drink it, so he's going to be upset about having to pay a little bit more for his Lucas Age Sport. It's a response to a campaign by Jamie Oliver follows the release of this handy sugar checking app, which I talked about a while ago. Uh, After schools clubs, secondary schools are going to get £285 million to fund more after school clubs for art and sport. And the big news is that all schools are going to have to become academies by 2020, following mixed results for those who've already travelled down that route. Now, the major issue in education is a shortage of staff, demotivation of staff, the fact that, you know, the people who train and then leave within a couple of years because it's a horrific job to be in at the moment. There's nothing in the budget to sort that out. Instead, Gideon, guess that is his real name, Gideon Osborne, has set in motion this policy that denies the schools the advantages of being connected to the local authorities, which is like legal advice, professional development training, specialist help for those with special needs. They're not going to get any of that from the local authority because they're not going to be connected to them anymore. But there's no apparent benefit. It doesn't improve results. It's been proven not to improve results. It also means primary head teachers are now going to have to find themselves stretched because they need to put together an academy trust, jump through all those legal hoops and actually do their job as well, which sometimes involves doing the teaching and coming up with the lessons and that. And they get less support than a secondary head would have. Also, 84% of primaries, of which very few are currently academies, and they're all going to have to be academies by 2020, they're already rated good or outstanding for leadership and management. Why would you want to change that? I don't understand it. Um, also, uh, George Osborne, he, he seemed to say that the government was going to look at teaching maths to 18 for all pupils. And he seemed to say it because he said those pretty much exact words. But then the Treasury had to put this statement out going, oh, no, he didn't mean that. He just meant we're going to look at teaching maths to 18 for people who choose to do it and we'll do it better. 
So I don't really understand what's going on there. It seems like there's already a U-turn that happened within about 20 minutes of the the original budget. Perhaps, though, the extra maths lessons would have helped Mr Osborne with those tricky economic targets he seems to struggle with so much. This is the Bewildered Dad podcast, episode 19. I'm Jim, hello. If you didn't get the John Barnes reference, I'll stick the video on the podcast page, so go and have a look at that. Now, this is a bloke who will not be affected by the budget because he's a higher taxpayer and they got off pretty lightly. And he's American as well, so he's not affected by what George Osborne says, really, in the least. But anyway, he's the boss of an American personal injury firm. He splashed out... £4.2 million on his daughter's 15th birthday. Uh, He's Thomas J. Henry from Texas. Him and his wife, Azteca, said they wanted Mayer's birthday to be unforgettable, providing performances from Pitbull and Nick Jonas as part of the festivities. I mean, not really my cup of tea, but I think if you're 15, big deal. Uh, No word on whether Justin from CBeebies got to make an appearance on the Ghetto Blaster, though. Did you ever hear his party album? I, I put a link up to some clips you could hear of that, including his version of David Bowie's Starman, which um, it's not quite the definitive version. It's worth going to have a listen. I'll put the link up to that on the podcast page as well. Anyway, this party, there were 600 guests, a 55,000 square foot venue. had been specially built for the event in San Antonio and it featured a garden room and a ballroom and was decorated with walls of roses and giant cherry blossom trees. Um, Mayor Henry, the daughter, is regularly photographed on Instagram with celebrities like One Direction, Hillary Clinton as well. And she does use her social media clout. She's got like 18,000 followers on Instagram to support educational schemes in Texas. So it's a worthy cause, of course, but, you know, have you ever seen the dads of Instagram, dad fashion on Instagram? That is, you know, it's not a worthy cause, but it's much more fun. Anyway, you know, it's not for anyone to tell him how to spend his money. Seems a bit excessive to me. Add to that the sleepless nights he's going to have, because that was just a 15th, that's not even a special birthday. How's he going to fund a 16th, 18th and 21st birthdays if he's already spent £4.2 on a 15th? It just makes like a few rounds of Twister in a bunting bedecked village hall look like the superior option. I'm perfectly sure it is. I also did some working out on what £4.2 quid could buy you. And he could have bought his daughter Chris Waddle in 1989. That was his transfer fee to to Marseille from Spurs. Or he could have bought her daily performances from Dave Benson Phillips of Get Your Own Back fame for four and a half years. Why didn't he do that? Waste of money. Waste of money, Mr. Henry. This is the Bewildered Dad podcast. Go to facebook.com slash Bewildered Dad for more information. On the way, how I have won at fatherhood. I think I've achieved everything I needed to achieve within two and a half years, which I'm fairly sure is some kind of record. I'll tell you more about that in a bit. But you've had time to digest the budget 2016. What if there was a toddler budget? What if there was a budget that were for the parents of very young children that was going to give them the sort of breaks that... George Osborne's mates get from him. Let me transport you to the House of Commons, where I step up as Chancellor of the Exchequer. (laughs) The first measure will be a TV licence rebate for any parent who has to sit through their child's favourite CBeebies programme on iPlayer more than ten times in one day. It's five pence off your licence fee for every day on which that happens. Whether it's Peter Rabbit, Justin's House or Teletubbies. In addition to this, if it's something from Milkshake on Channel 5, 
you get 20p a day for that, for the extra stress. Uh, there will be extra duty on second Wendy houses. So one Wendy house is acceptable, but two Wendy houses shows that you are doing very, very well and you can afford to bear the brunt of this new duty. So you will give 20% of your Organics carrot cake bar to those less fortunate. That's extra duty on second Wendy houses. And finally, I introduce the sleep pension. As with a, a normal pension, you pay in when you're young, so you don't get to spend the money, you get it back when you're old. With this, you don't get any sleep when your children are young, but as soon as they turn 18, employers across the country will be duty-bound to let you have about three weeks off to sleep absolutely solidly and get back all of that sleep. It will not affect your annual leave allowance. The sleep pension, ladies and gentlemen, is the way forward for this country. We are all in it together. This is the Bewildered Dad podcast episode 19. Get it on iTunes or Stitcher or just from bewilderdad.com. But make sure that you subscribe however you do it and like it and add reviews and tell your friends about it. It would really, really be appreciated if that was possible. Now, parenting isn't a competition. And that's what whole bewildered dad thing is about. It's not a competition. You know, there's not one right answer. There's not one way to do it. It's just how you feel is best and what helps you. However, I've won at parenting. It's just happened. I don't know how I've done it, but I've managed to do it within two and a half years of being a dad. I have now won parenting. I don't know what I do now. Maybe I go to the Champions League of parenting. It's because I have managed to, and it's not through any undue influence, I've managed to get my daughter to say this. I like Morrissey. Yes, my daughter loves Morrissey. I mean, when you're two and a half year old, loves Morrissey, you know that you've won, you've won parenting. That's it. You are the champion. You are forever in the record books as being the person who got their daughter to like Morrissey as early as humanly possible. Now, let me give you the background to this. For Christmas, I was given a Morrissey tea towel by my wife. It's lovely. It's beautiful. And it's the best thing for drying up dishes. It makes me want to dry up dishes more. It makes me want to eat more to therefore go and create more washing up to therefore go and dry it up as well. It is a thing of beauty, but it is also the towel that my daughter for some reason has chosen to dry her hands on when she's washed them in time for uh, breakfast dinner or tea or whatever she'll always just go to that we've got a selection of vintage tea towels she does not like she likes morrissey and she will always dry her hands on morrissey and with that parenting is all over it's done you know if you've not achieved that yet you have not yet been successful at parenting i'm just saying uh if you like your good music but you're sick of listening to nursery rhymes with your kids don't forget there is the alternative toddler playlist there is a smith song on there loads of other great tunes as well um it's on spotify and apple music it's been developed by you and me together and tested on Elsa, my daughter. She very much enjoys dancing around. I'm now going to have to put an Elvis track on because on Saturday morning we were dancing to Suspicious Minds in the kitchen and she absolutely loved it. So we'll go and add that to the Spotify and to the Apple Music playlist. Uh, find out more details. It's one of the pinned things at the top of bewilderdad.com when you go to the homepage and I'll stick a link on the podcast page as well. But don't forget... Unless you've played that to your children many, many times and they've started to like Morrissey and express their love for Morrissey, you have not yet succeeded as a parent. I like Morrissey. That's it for the Bewildered Dad podcast today. Thank you very much. Back in a couple of weeks' time.